0: Good evening. Good It's cold here. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm cold because I'm nervous. But no. Well, uh, like I say all the time, it's a pleasure to be here and open the word of God. And, and tonight, I want to share with you a couple of uh, verses in the Bible. And we will start today for two weeks, today and the next week, uh, a uh, short series about uh, preach the gospel. Uh, preach the, very very important for us as a Christian. We need to preach the gospel, and uh, the name is I, I'm practice all the afternoon. It's boldly. Bo uh-huh. <laughs> so I, I practice a lot. So we were talking about that, about this. Uh, boldly pre- preach the gospel. In our verse, we will study for these two weeks. That will be in Acts, in chapter 16. And we will talk about uh, the second uh, Paul uh, missionary trip, uh, missionary trip, and how Paul preached the gospel in different places, and, and how he did with bold, and, and God made great things uh, through Paul. So first, well, I want to show you a couple, a timeline from the, the book of Acts. And this is a, a short timeline. These dates are approximately, so don't, don't, don't think they are uh, exactly. But for example, in the book of Acts, in the chapter 1 through 17, we will see in the first, and 31 AD, you know what is, this? AD? Anton? Domini, huh? That's Latin. So I was thinking, why is AD? It's after death? No, no, no. It's uh, Anton Domini. And uh, Paul's conversion, almost in the 33 uh, uh, after Christ, and James is martyr, remember, for, uh, in, uh, in Jerusalem, Paul's first journey, and the Council of Jerusalem, this is chapter 15, and Paul's second. Uh, journey is in the chapter sixteen, and what I put this, what I mentioned this, because in the in the second Paul, when Paul started this second uh, missionary journey, he uh, visit many different churches to establish them and continue uh, preaching them. So I had a couple more pictures about this second missionary trip. Uh, this, is, this, is, this is not Paul, so, but you can see in the map. We will see. I will show you fast. That will be very fast. I want to I wanna show you. This second missionary started in, uh, in Antioch. Remember the church? They sent uh, Paul. They had a problem with Bernabas. I will explain later that. So he chose Silas, and they go to Derby, and Derby they met a, a young man. Name was, remember the name? Timothy. So they met Timothy, and it was a, a young man with a good a testimony. A lot of people talked good about him. So Paul, Silas, and, and took, they took a, uh, Timothy, and they go to preach the gospel to Asia. But something happened there. Uh, remember, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit talked to Paul and say what? Stop. Uh, remember that. Don't go to Asia. Don't go to Mesia. So they were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach uh, the word in Asia. So they decide to go to Troas. Uh, I'll show you all this. And in Troas, uh, Paul had a vision. This uh, a man from Macedonia appeared in this vision and say, Come and help us. So when Paul, uh, they saw this vision, he understood God had a plan, a special plan for Macedonia. So they decide, with Timothy and Silas, they decide to take a a ship and and start this journey to uh, Macedonia. The first city in Macedonia, it was Philippi. So they traveled to Philippi. They crossed Samothracia. And when they start in Philippi, you know the story in the chapter 17, uh, 16 and 17. He started to preach the gospel there, but something happened. After that, uh, they, uh, the, the, the people in, in, in Philippi, they put in the jail. And I will explain later more that. And they continue the second trouble, and they finished in, in Corinth. So. Uh, We will talk uh, this week and the next week about this first part of the second journey of Paul and how the Lord used him to preach the gospel, but uh, with boldly, uh, with boldly. It was very encouraged for me when I read this uh, verse, encouraged for me to understand many times we don't have courage to preach the gospel. And we don't want to suffer nothing for the gospel but when we see the life of Apostle Paul we can see how him preached the gospel with bold and he did it in different places so let's pray and after that we will continue uh, and preaching the gospel let's let's pray dear God thank you for the opportunity to be here to open your book Lord talk to our heart we want to hear your voice we want to understand uh, it's our mission it's our goal is our task preach the gospel. Thank you, Lord, for the example of the Apostle Paul, Silas, Timothy, and many of others uh, uh, because they uh, put their life in your hands. They surrendered their life, and they preached the gospel in many places uh, around uh, the world. Please help us to understand uh, we are in, uh, at the salvation time. This is the time. We need to start to preach and boldly the gospel to every creature. In Jesus Christ, we pray, amen. So we were talking about preach the gospel in Acts chapter 16. And I had a, a phrase here and I want to show you. Maybe you know this phrase because we, we shared the, the last time. This is Samuel Mills, you know that. So he said this phrase, we can do it if we will. Uh, we can reach the word for Christ if we commit ourselves to God. And this task, nothing will be impossible. And, and I love whenever this phrase, that impact to my heart, this phrase. If we commit ourselves to God and this task. What task? Preach the gospel. And when we are talking about uh, boldly preach the gospel... We are talking about we need to continue and commit ourselves uh, to God and this task. This task is preach the gospel unto the uttermost part of the earth. So it's very important for us to understand that. That's the mission. Remember in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, uh, the God told to the apostle and say, go to Jerusalem, to Samaria, to Judea. And preach the gospel. And this is the task. It's go unto the uttermost part of the earth. For that reason, tonight, I want to talk about this task. Uh, We need to preach the gospel. This is very important. What is the gospel? The gospel is in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 through 3, or 3, 4. The Bible say it's Jesus Christ died for our sin. Uh, He was Buried and, he ro- and he rose. And he appeared to many of believers. And this is the gospel. It's Jesus died for us. And, and when we understand this is our task, is preach the gospel to other people, why we do that? Why? Because the Bible says, uh, because we are sinners, we are condemned. Every person in this world for the sinner are con- condemned and separated by God. For that reason, Jesus Christ came to this world to save us. So this is our task. We need to preach the gospel in every place, and this is our task. And I will show you with you four things about this task. The first thing is it's a powerful task. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, uh, 7 the Bible says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love. And of a sound mind. So the Bible says God uh, had not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. Uh, And I will show you later what this power means. But in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, the Bible says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jewish first, and also to the Greek So it's the power of God. In Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16, the Bible says that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with mind by his spirit in the inner man. And the the word power here is mind. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, uh, we are talking about it's a powerful task. But ye shall receive power. After that, uh, the Holy Ghost is come of you. And ye shall be witness unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria. And unto the uttermost part of the earth. So this verse used the same word power. It was the same word might. And it's talking about this power we have. In Jesus Christ. For that reason, this tact is powerful. Uh, because uh, we, we are not alone. It's God is with us. And this word power, it's inner power, strength power, or ability. And the Greek word for power is dunamis. Uh, and you know, uh, what is this? This is a dynamite. The word dynamite comes from dunamis because dynamis is power. And The Bible talks about this. We have power in our life. But you know something? It's not about us. It's not for us. We are not special. We are simple men. We are simple people. But the difference is because God is with us, is in us. It's not about us, it's about God's power. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, the Bible says, and he say unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in witness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmity that the power of Christ might rest upon me. Now remember that part, Paul prayed to, to God about one healthy problem and he, he prayed for God three times. And the third time God say, uh, I, will, I will preface that. Don't worry. Huh? Don't worry. My power, I can show my power in your weakness. And when we read in, in Corinthians, when Paul talking about God choose the weak, the weak people to show the power of God. So for that reason, uh, we need to understand it's not about us. It's about God's power. And many times we think it's about our capacity, okay? I'm i study in this, this seminary or in this uh, college, so I can preach or I can do this because uh, I had the ability. But it's not about us; it's about God. And and you know what? It's a more beautiful thing in this point. It's God wants to use you. He don't need you. He don't need me. But He wants to use you. He want to use your life. And show his power through your life. Right, right. And maybe you think you are uh, weak. Maybe you think you are sick. Maybe you think you can't do it. I will tell you something. We can do it because it's the power of God in our life. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, this verse, when we read this verse in Second Corinthians, uh, my grace is sufficient. Uh, we, don't not, we don't need any more. His grace is sufficient for our life. So if you don't feel uh, strained, if you don't feel with the power, remember, it's God's power. It's not our power. Uh, so this task, preach the gospel, our task, it's a powerful task. But the second thing we can see uh, in, in Acts chapter 15, verse 36, is uh, it's a team task. Uh, it's not for individuals, it's a team task, we are going together, and if you can read with me in Acts 15, 36 through uh, 16, 5, and some days after Paul said unto Barnabas, let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they do, now remember this is the second journey. Uh, they visited in the first journey, many places in Asia, in different places there. So they are trying to back again. So Paul and Bernabas, and, and something happens, verse uh, 37. And Bernabas determined to take with them John, whose surname was Mark. But Paul thought, not good to take him with them who departed from then from Pamphylia, and went not with them to work. And the contention was so sharp between them, so that they departed asunder, uh, asunder one from another. And so Barnabas took Mark and sailed unto Cy- uh, Cyprus. And Paul chose Silas and departed, being recommended by the brethren unto the grace of God. And he went through Syria and Cilicia, confirming the churches. So, uh, Bernabéus and Paul, they had a small, uh, the Bible says it was a sharp discussion, no? So, uh, because something we can see here, we don't need to think the same. Uh, this is part of the team. You can think different than me. But we need to uh, understand if we want to uh, work, if we want to do the, the task for the Lord, we need to try to work together. Every people yeah. is different so you can think in one in one way i can think in another way and and here paul was thinking no we i don't want to take mark because mark uh, when we were in pamphylia he left us there and he don't finish our work so for paul it was a bad idea to uh, uh, take mark but for barnabas it was a good idea and and we can see after many uh, other chapters, we can see Paul. In one moment, he say, "Please send me a mark, because now it's useful for the word of God." So we can think different, but that's no, don't think many times we can work together. And and Paul and Barnabas, they are they separate, and one. Uh, visit a a different place and preach the gospel, and Paul go to other place and choose Silas. So uh, it's a teamwork, but look with me the next verse we are reading in chapter 6. And then we are in chapter 16, sorry, chapter 16, verse uh, 1. Then uh, came he... To Derby and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there, named Timotheus, the son of certain woman, which was uh, Jewish and believed, uh, but his father was a Greek, uh, which was well reported of by the brethren that were in Lystra and Iconia. He would Paul have to go for him, uh, with him, and took and circumcised him because of the Jews which were in, in those quarters, uh, for they knew all that his father was a Greek. And as they went through the city, they delivered then the decrees for to keep that were ordained of the apostles and elders which were at Jerusalem. And so were the churches established in the faith and increased in number daily. So Paul uh, and Silas, they choose a Timothy because it was a, a, he had a good testimony, and he came with them uh, to continue this trouble. And we are talking about this. It's, this t- it's a task. This task is a team task. It's, you can do it alone. And, and many missionaries, many pastors, uh, many, pastor, many Christians, they think they can do it alone. And brother, I will tell you something. I need you. And you need me. And that's part of the body of Christ. Uh, We we can't do it if we're trying to be alone. This is a task for us. This task is a a team task. Look with me in Romans chapter 16, verse 3. Talking about team tasks. Paul talking in in Romans chapter 16 Verse three, the Bible say, "Greet uh, Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers uh, in Christ Jesus, and helpers is his companion labor. It's labor together. So Paul say, uh, say hi to my helpers, and he will continue in this chapter in Romans chapter sixteen. He will continue giving many names. You can later take a, a, a pencil and. and and, and put the names and, and trying to, uh, to know where the Paul knew them and how they were useful for the gospel. But in Romans chapter 16, verse 21 and 23, <coughs> we will see here eight people, he, uh, what Paul, he will talk about then, And he will say, uh, if you had in, in Romans chapter 16, we will read, and we have this picture here. In Romans, chapter 16, verse 21 and 23, and you will see Paul will talk about this group of people, uh, special, and, and he will give a different a characteristic about this. In verse 20, uh, chapter 16, verse 21, he say, Thematius my work fellow, and Lucius, and Jason, and Sosipater, Sosipet- my kinsmen salute you at tertius who wrote this ep- epistle salute you in the lord and 23 gaius my host and the of the whole church salute you erastus the chamberlain the chamberlain of the city salute you and quartus a brother and i love because paul he will put all this name and he will put a different uh, characteristic about them. He would say, Timothy, my work fellow. And work fellow is the same word he used in the, in the first chapter when he's talking about Priscilla and Aquila, my companion in labor, my helper. Uh, it's a worker, a co-worker. When talk about Lucius, Jason, and Sosipater, he would say, they are my kinsmen, uh, relative, uh, cousin maybe, or or. or uh, but relative, by blood. When he say about uh, Gaius, he say it's a host. Receive older people as guests. He, he named uh, Erastus. And Erastus, it was a, a chamberlain. It was a house distributor. It was a fiscal agent in the city. And he say, uh, Tertius, he was a scribe who wrote the letter. But he named a Quartus. And the only thing he say about Quartus is, it was a brother, an Adolphus. And what we can see here is every place in the Word of God, it's important. Amen. Every place. And maybe because you don't preach, or because you are not a pastor, or you're not a leader, or you don't play the piano, awesome like Brother Howard, that's not mean you are not important for the church. Every people. Every person, it's important for the Word of God. And he showed Paul, talking about tasks. he showed us uh, about that. Everybody, it's important. Everybody needs to make his part. Uh, maybe you are a helper. Maybe you are family. Uh, maybe you are a servant. Maybe you are a professional. Or maybe you are an uh, other Christian. We had a special, uh, we are important, we are special. We are, need to understand, we need to work as a team. Yeah. Uh, if, we wanted, if, we, if we want to do it, we need to commit it to do it. It's a team task. So everybody is important. Everybody needs to make his part. I love this phrase. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Mm-hmm. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. This is very important. When we read the Bible, it's very important to understand. It is this a task. It's a team task. We need to understand that. This is not one man work. It's a team task. Mm-hmm. The second point, the second point. We have time, no? The second point is, uh, it's a spiritual task. Read with me in uh, Acts chapter sixteen, verse six. Sixteen six. Now, when they had gone through Phrygia and the region of Galatia, and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost. To preach the word in Asia, after they were come to Mysia, they say to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not, uh, and they passed in by Mysia, and came down to Troas. So I say it's a spiritual task. Paul, Silas, and Timothy, they were prepared to preach the gospel. They were ready to preach the gospel. But the Holy Spirit say, no here. And, and, and sometimes I think, why? Why the Holy Spirit say, no here? You know, why, why say, stop? Don't do it here. Because I think he have, many times God had a bigger plan. And, and we, many times, had a short vision about things. And if you read, continue to read with me in verse 9 uh, through verse 10, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night, and there stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, come over into Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endured to go into Macedonia, assuredly getting that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them god didn 't only give them the power and courage to preach the gospel but also gave them the direction where they need to uh, preach the gospel and This is very important about uh, the, the guidance of the spirit uh, he, he gave us the power, but we need to understand it 's a spiritual it 's a spiritual task and this is a spiritual task we need to Uh, have a relationship with the Spirit of God. We need to have a relationship with God if we want to take a step by faith and follow uh, in this task. In Psalms 25, verse uh, 4 and 5, Show me the way, O Lord, teach me thy path, lead me in in thy truth, and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation, and thee do I wait all day? Teach me, Lord. And uh, this is, uh, we need to understand, this is very important. This is a spiritual task. We want to reach the world, we want to preach the gospel, we want to live Christian life. It's a spiritual task. We need to have a relationship with God, we need to read our Bible, we need to pray. Uh, 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 George Mueller said this. God makes no mistakes. The steps and the stops of the good men are ordained of the Lord. And God don't make mistakes. And many times God saying, don't go here or go here. And we need to understand. And if we want to walk in his way, we need to have a relationship. In Psalms 1830, the Bible says, for God, his way is perfect. Uh, Psalms 1830 as for god his way is perfectly so the problem isn't the guy uh, the problem is where uh, we are too busy to listen to the guy uh, we are too busy sometimes we have many activity and we don't take a time to hear what god wants to do with our life and many times we don't want to listen to god uh, leading uh, because we don't like where he is leading us. Huh? I, I told you when I received Christ, one of my prayers was God, please don't send me to Salta. I don't want to be a missionary in Argentina. Uh, and, and God, in, in his sensory humor, he said, No, you go to Salta. Uh-huh. And many times we don't want to be uh, sensitive to the voice of the Lord and the Spirit. I don't know you, but many times when, uh, when we are in the airplane or, or traveling for different places, we are sitting and, and you feel in your heart uh, the spirit is leading to talk to somebody. And many times we say, no, Lord, I, I'm too busy. I'm too tired. So we need to understand this is a spiritual task. We need to be sensitive to follow the God So the last things we talk about uh, is a a powerful task. We talk about it's a a team task. We talk about it's a spiritual task. But the last one is a a risky task. Mm -hmm. In Acts uh, 16, uh, verse 11 to 40, Uh, we don't want to read all now. You can read in your house. But you know the story about this. Uh, Paul is in, in, Philippi, in Philippi, and he starts to preach the gospel. And in the first moment, he visited uh, the river, and he preached the gospel. And one lady, the name was Lydia, uh, she received Christ. His entire, uh, her entire family received Christ. They are baptisms. And after that, uh, Paul continued preaching the gospel in, in Philippi. And one lady uh, came uh, with the spirit, and she started to screaming uh, about they are godme- godly men. And for many days, and Paul uh, stopped this woman because she was possessed. And after that, uh, it, it's a big problem because she was uh, uh, how do you say? It? Uh, she was work for somebody. For uh, and after that. Uh, the, the people in, in Philippi take Paul and put him in the jail. Uh, that reminds me when we were in, in, in Hartford with Brother Howard and somebody was screaming, listen to him, he's talking about God. But really, she was distracted. No? So after that, uh, Paul and Silas, they finish uh, in, in the jail. And you know the story. And they be there. And in the jail, they start to sing. Uh, to worship the Lord. And in that moment, they had a, uh, the spirit come, and they had a movement, an earthquake, and the jail is open, and everybody starts to, to run. Where? Outside the, the, the jail? No. Everybody run through Paul, where uh, was Paul and, and Silas. Why? Why they go there? Because the Bible says they were in the more deep place in the jail. But everybody go there because in the moment with uh, problems, when the, the world has a problem, when the people have a problem, uh, the first person they will run, it's that person have hope. And they go to Paul, and Paul uh, start to talk then, and the, the, the worker, the, I don't know what to say, the, the, the jail man, I don't know, the, the, the man in the jail, he came and took a sword to kill him. And Paul said, no, 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 don't do it we are all are here and he came and said, what i need to do to be saved and Paul preached the gospel to him and but this is a risky task uh, it's a risky task it's not easy we need to understand that we are living in this world uh, when this world they don't like christian people they all the time it's uh, it's a darkness world we are here with this task. Uh, but look at this verse in Philippians chapter 1, verse 12 to 14, and we are close. Uh, Philippians chapter 1, 12 uh, through 14. But I will ye show, understand, brethren, that the things which happen unto me have fallen out uh, rather unto the footprints of the gospel, so that my bones in Christ are manifest. In all the palace and in all other places, and many of the brethren in the Lord, waxing confident by my bond, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Uh, Paul say, Thank you, thank you, Lord, because you put me in the jail. Thank you, Lord, because you beat me, or, or, or the, the people in the jail beat me, because all these things they uh, was for the progress of the gospel. Uh, so it's a, a risky uh, task, but we need to understand it's, uh, it's, for, it's God's plan, not ours. So the work here, forgiveness, it's progress, it's advancement, Paul say, everything, it was perfect. I love me here. Uh, for that reason, Philippians is the, the, the letter of joy. And, and, and Paul is growing this later. Oh, he grows this later in the jail. And he say, it was good. It was good not only for the gospel. It was good for all the brothers because they are start to preach more bold. They are speaking the Lord of God and without fear. So uh, it's very important to understand. It's a risky task, but we are not alone. And we had... Uh, a bigger goal. In Romans chapter 8, verse 18, the Bible says, For I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Uh, Paul say, yeah, I'm suffering. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a tough moments preaching the gospel. I'm leaving. Uh, they beat me. They sent me to the jail. But you know what? Nothing of this is compared with the glory. This is nothing compared with that. And that brings to my mom a phrase. And this phrase, uh, it was for this man, uh, William Borden. He was a rich guy, a young guy. He died very young. And he was a rich guy. And and his parents was waiting for him to be uh, a businessman. But he decided to be a missionary. And, and he say this phrase, no reserves, no retreat, no regrets. Uh, and Hebrews chapter 10, verse 39, the Bible say, we are not that coming back. We, we can coming back. We move it. We keep moving. So no reserve, no retreat, no regret. So uh, this task, we need to preach Uh, boldly preach the gospel, and we need to remember this task. It's a powerful task, it's a team task, it's a spiritual task, and it's a risky task. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for the opportunity to share your word. Thank you for uh, the example of the Apostle Paul and Timothy and, and, and Silas and how they suffered for you for you Lord and how they was decided to preach uh, to the last of the world Lord thank you for their example and and we pray for our life because we want to commit it to this task we want to commit it to preach the gospel and and we understand we can do it, Lord if we will so help us Lord to take this example and understand this is a Uh, a team task it's a powerful task it's a spiritual task and it's a risky task but we are not alone you promise with us uh, all the time thank you for your word Jesus Christ we pray Amen